Texas 512 is part of the Texas Podcast Network, the conversations changing the world. Brought to you by the University of Texas at Austin. The opinions expressed in this podcast represent the views of the host and not the University of Texas at Austin. This is Sam Torres, Texas Longhorn fan, native Austinite, admissions counselor, and your host with the most. And this is Texas 512. Welcome to another episode of Texas 512. I am your host with the most, Sam Torres. And y'all don't know this, but I did have a little bit of a break because I got sick last week. But I am feeling a thousand times better, even though my voice still sounds a little bit off. But um, I'm really excited to be back here and kicking it off with a bang. So today, my guest is Dr. Laura Brown. She actually works with one of our study abroad programs. So it is uh, UT New York. I don't want to speak too much about it because she's going to talk a little bit more about it later on in the podcast. But Dr. Brown, do you want to go ahead and just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Thanks, Sam. I'm Dr. Laura Brown, but please feel free to call me Laura. I am an assistant professor of practice in the Moody College of Communication, and I'm in the Department of Communication Studies. But I work from New York because I serve as program director for the University of Texas Semester in New York program, which we call UTNY for short. So I teach the required leadership and urban engagement course, as well as a couple of the internship courses and I've been a Longhorn for about 10 years now. Oh wow so you've been in it for a while and so you're actually currently in New York that means our time zones are a little bit different is it earlier over there right or is it later? We are one hour later so if you think about seeing the New Year's Eve ball drop on TV um, that's the way I keep the time zone straight. Oh yeah, that's right. Every time, yeah, I always forget about that. Whenever I'm watching it on, on live TV, New York's always ahead of us. So cool. And how's the, the weather up there in New York? I know that's such a cheesy question to ask, but how's the weather up there? I mean, right now it's beautiful. It's hot and sunny. Uh, July can go either way. So we've had a lot of storms, but you know, I'm just thankful that we're not in the middle of winter right now. Oh yeah, no, but definitely a lot of storms down here in Texas as well. And what do you constitute as like nice weather up there or what's hot up there? You know, it's 81 and sunny today, which feels pretty hot, but I lived in Austin on and off for 10 years and 81 was almost, you know, cool enough for a light cardigan. So you really change. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. But y'all don't have to deal with as much humidity up there, right? Yeah, I would say that's true most of the time. <laughs> that's great because that's that's the one thing that I hate about living down here is the humidity. I cannot stand it. But this intro has been going on pretty long. So of course, y'all know if, if you've listened to a previous podcast episode before, you know that we usually start off with asking some fun questions for our guests. But before we do that, we're going to go ahead and throw it to a very quick break. Whenever we get back, we're going to go ahead and ask some fun questions. So don't go away. And we are back. So let's kick 
this fun segment off by talking about food because here at Texas 512, we like to talk about food a lot. So I kind of, and this is a little bit less traditional from what I usually ask, but you know, everybody's got like the weird food combinations that they really like. I'm not, so I don't know how much you keep up with like, you know, TikTok and stuff like that. That's what's like super cool nowadays with the kids. But I've recently saw something that I think is pretty freaking disgusting, but apparently some people really like it. They've been putting mustard on, on watermelon and some people react like to their them tasting it and they like really like it and I'm just like that's okay so I wanted to ask you if there's any like strange food combination I know I just judged a little bit but I will not judge you on your weird food combos I just kind of wanted to ask if there was anything that you really like that's kind of a little bit not you know common I guess mm, that's a great question I mean I will say that I would sometimes put salt on watermelon growing up. So mustard feels like something I'd be willing to try once or twice. <laughs> I love my mom so much, but I have to call her out right now because she has a really strange favorite food combination, which is a peanut butter sandwich with a fried egg. And we hassle her about it. And I've never heard of anyone else eating it. So if you're out there, one of the listeners, send me a note, let me know. <laughs> and I'll follow up with my mom. <laughs> oh my goodness. And hey, you know what? Whenever you said salt on watermelon, I'm like, that sounds like something that I would have done as a kid. Cause to be honest, I like to eat salt with like a bunch of fruit. So I think that's it's a little more common, I think. I don't know. But then I switched to chili powder for most of the stuff that I eat. On the subject of food, but not like weird food combos. Have you ever watched The Office? I haven't. You haven't? Okay. Well, the reason I, I bring this up is since you're living in New York right now and it's kind of silly, but if anybody's watched The Office, Office that's like listening there's like a joke in like an episode where like michael scott visits new york and he's like all walking around he's just like i'm about to go get me a new york slice and like the camera pans over to like this restaurant called like sbarro or something like that <laughs> and so that flew over my head but like sometimes i i like see comments like because they put that clip up on youtube and like some people are like i don't get it but if you're from new york you know like that's actually like a chain right so <laughs> so like what would be a new york slice <laughs> so Sabaro is mall pizza. I would call it mall pizza. And even though I lived in Austin for a long time, I'm actually from Chicago. So oh. I moved from one pizza capital to another. But a classic New York slice is cheap, it's thin, and you can eat it on the street because you've got to fold it up. Yeah, okay, see. <laughs> I just always thought that was like so funny. Well, and have you ever tried home slice down here in Austin? Yes, I have. What would you say? Because I know they they advertise themselves as a New York style pizza place. Would you say it's like kind of a New York slice or not really? Yeah, I mean, you know, as far as Italian food goes in Austin, I think Austin does Tex-Mex really, really well, but I love home slice. She's like, basically was like, yeah, Italian food's not that great. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to worry about offending anyone. I actually had a coworker that he's from New York. And I remember we had taken him to Home Slice and he's just like, y'all call this New York pizza? He was like super offended. <laughs> well, so, so moving on. And did you have an extra comment on that? Yeah. I mean, I will say that I have not found a decent breakfast taco in New York. So strengths and weaknesses. 
All right, so Texas still has the one up on the breakfast tacos. That's good to hear. Absolutely. So moving on to the next question. So obviously, I've asked this quite a bit on the podcast because, you know, basically since the conception of this podcast, we've been in a pandemic and we still kind of are. And so I feel like a lot more people have had more time. Sometimes they don't, but a lot of people have had more time to like binge watch TV shows during their free time. And so I wanted to ask you, what was your most recent Netflix binge? Or doesn't have to be Netflix because we have so many different streaming platforms at this point. So yeah, what what have you been watching? <laughs> I will tell you that I watched more TV in 2020 than I think I've watched in my entire life. And my partner loves TV. She's a huge fan. She'll watch just about anything. And I had never seen Parks and Rec. So we watched all episodes of Parks and Rec and I loved it. I love Parks and Recreation. In fact, the fact that you mentioned that, I actually re-watched it, I think maybe for like the second or third time that in 2020. So it's funny that you bring that up. Man, I love Parks and Rec. Love, love, love Parks and Rec. Y'all have great taste in TV then. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Last question I have, it's a little bit of an odd one, but I, I thought it was kind of in theme with some of the recent events that have been going on. And also, so I, I don't know if any of the listeners or if you recall this, I think it it was this past year or the year before that somebody made a Facebook event where basically people were like, we need to raid Area 51. And so basically they were saying like, if we all run in at once, they can't stop us all. And we'll be able to see like the aliens and stuff like that that they have held up in there. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And it's funny because there was another <laughs> Facebook event that, that you know, happened recently, but well, I'll talk probably talk about that in another episode, but it's not alien related. And also this year, you know, we've been in a pandemic, we've had a crazy year. And now all of a sudden, apparently there's like, stuff coming out that there has actually been legitimate UFO sightings, which is kind of crazy. And I, I don't know what your beliefs are in terms of like, you know, life out there besides like what we have on earth. But let's say hypothetically that if aliens landed on earth tomorrow and they were friendly and they offered to take you back to their planet, would you go? And why or why not? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask one question. I would ask, when is the return trip going to happen? If I had to leave Earth forever and never come back, I don't know, that's a more difficult decision. I, I wanna say that it's probably a one-way trip. Ooh, all right. I mean, I'm gonna have to see if my Boston Terrier can come with me. I'm gonna need some time to say my goodbyes. But yeah, I'd get on the ship. Oh, wow, okay. But if it, but if it did have a return, you would absolutely do it. Like 100%. Definitely. Easy, easy. Easy. Okay, well, you know. It can't be that much wilder than New York City. <laughs> but, well, you know, I would imagine that, and I don't know the science behind it. I'm not a scientist. I studied business in college, okay? So don't crucify me, uh, listeners. But doesn't time move, like, in a different pace whenever you're out in space? So technically, like, if you came back, you may even come back, like, 100 years later, right? <laughs> This is true. So, this is true. Yeah, like I started to think about that. At first I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. But now I'm starting to think like, okay, I think time functions differently in space or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, any astrophysicists that want to hit me up and let me know, just email us. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for being open-minded with some of these silly questions. We're going to go ahead and throw it to another quick break. And whenever we get back, we're going to start talking a little bit more seriously about, you know, the work that you do as well as the UTNY program. So don't go away, listeners. We will be right back.
All right, and we are back. So first things first, I want to get to know a little bit more about you, Laura, and I wanted to ask you a bit about your experience as a, as a Texas ex. Um, so what educational pathway did you take? Why did you choose UT Austin for your education? And what ultimately led you to continue on with UT and take the position that you have today at the university? Yeah, sure. I mean, the first thing that you should know about me is I'm a first generation student. So I was the first person in my family to go to college. And honestly, when I was in high school, I wasn't sure that college was right for me at all. Um, you know, now I'm a big believer in the difference that education and higher ed in particular can make in a person's life, in part because it's made such a difference in my own life. I ultimately chose UT Austin for my PhD program because their Calm Studies program is actually one of the best in the country. And I felt really excited thinking about being able to learn directly from leading scholars and faculty in the field. And to be honest with you, I really loved the positive energy of the campus and also the city of Austin. And, you know, running UTNY combines two of my favorite things, UT and New York. So personally, it's really meaningful for me to be able to help open doors for students who are dreaming big, want to make an impact on the world, think of themselves as leaders and change agents, regardless of where they're coming from. Some of our students, when they get here for their semester in New York, have never even been to the city before. And I think that's so awesome. No, definitely. And and one other thing I totally forgot to mention earlier is that, you know, so you're a professor in Moody, and I've, I've always, always, always been a huge advocate of the Moody College of Communication. So shout out to you for, for that, that you do, because I just, I love, and I wasn't even a, a communications major, or and I didn't even graduate from UT Austin, but I like fell in love with y'all's college, like the minute that I stepped on campus and, and heard about it. So this, for me, is a little bit of a subtle plug to maybe prospective students who are thinking about what they want to major in. Really, really consider an education at Moody because you have great faculty members such as, you know, Dr. Laura Brown, who are going to be giving you an amazing education. And she even got a great education from the Moody College of Communication. So so I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about your role. And in this, the last question, I, I will ask you a little bit more about the program. But first, I want to talk about your role within the UTNY program. Like, what does your job entail? What's your favorite part of the job? And how are you using the education that you receive slash your position to change the world, right? Because our motto here at UT Austin is, what starts here changes the world. Yeah. I get to do all kinds of things, but really the students are the best part of my job. Seeing Longhorns navigate the ultra-competitive New York internship market and launch their careers here while they're excelling in coursework and exploring the city is just the best. And I joke with my UTNY staff that I do a happy dance at my desk every time a student gets an internship or a full-time offer after their internship, but I'm not kidding. I really do have a an at-my-desk shoulder shimmy that I do because it's, it's so amazing um, just to bear witness to that kind of success, especially when it comes to young people. And apart from teaching and supporting students during their time in New York, I get pretty involved with recruitment and admissions for the program. I lead the staff and instructors and spend a lot of time creating relationships with people who live, work, and lead in New York in order to expose UTNY students to opportunities for things like behind-the-scenes tours, site visits, and just building up their professional networks. My academic training was really as a social scientist and as a communication expert. So I use skills from 
really both of those areas every day. Um, I'm always dreaming big for the program, finding new ways to improve the student experience. And I spend a lot of most days talking with other people, which I love. And then that gets balanced with, you know, sending a lot of emails. Right. <laughs> I think all of us have that that burden to bear is all the emails and stuff like that. So, I mean, really quick follow up question. Do you find that a lot of the, the students that end up doing, like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about the program and what it is here in just a second. But do you find that a lot of the students who do this program tend to like end up moving to New York at the end of the day? Yeah, quite a few do. I will say we had a student in the spring who was just freezing cold all winter. And I think she's probably gonna head to LA after graduation. So sometimes that happens, but I mean, other students have interned at Fallon and you know now they're working as production assistants on the morning show. So what's been really cool this semester in particular is all of the students who have been able to get full-time offers from the organizations that they've been interning with. And a lot of students do find that at least in the short term, New York is the right choice for them, even if they don't envision spending the entire rest of their lives here. Definitely. Yeah. So following up with that, now I do want to talk a little bit more about the actual program in detail, right? So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about UTNY? Like what what is the program in the first place? Do you know why it was created? Like how, how did that come about? And how can our prospective or current UT students participate in this program? Sure. So just to begin with a little bit of context, outside of Texas, New York and the tri-state area is home to the greatest number of Texas exes. There are around 12,000 of us living in this part of the country. And New York is the undisputed leader of at least 12 different industries, ranging from arts and culture to finance, technology, um, and more. And it really tends to attract people who already think of themselves as leaders. So people who want to make a splash. And I think that is something that New York and UT have in common is that go-getter spirit. Because New York is a leader in all of these different industries, because there are so many Longhorns here, it's a key market for UT students who want to launch their careers and build out their professional networks. And what I think is arguably the greatest city in the world, the program itself launched in the fall 2019 semester. We have 66 students in residence in New York right now. And basically we offer a dynamic place-based internship first experiential curriculum to prepare students for translating their academic experiences that they've had on the UT Austin campus into career success, no matter where life takes them. New York is notoriously competitive. And so having that New York based internship line on their resume is only a benefit to students, no matter what they do next. There are three key components to the program. So obviously students live in New York, they take UTNY specific classes, and then they do their internships. So students are busy. It's definitely a work hard, play hard type semester. And we run all three semesters. So students can either come for the fall semester, the spring semester, or the summer semester. And any UT major can apply to the program. If our listeners are curious about what Longhorn life is like on the ground here in the city, um, I would definitely encourage them to follow us on Instagram at UTNY program, and they can get a peek into what life is like here for students. So cool. 
yeah, we'll definitely put that in the description so that they can follow y'all. So what what kind of, and I, I know you started to kind of talk about it uh, previously, but what kind of uh, internships do you see our students going into? I know you mentioned there's like 12 different industries that are very prominent in New York. So what, what are you seeing with your students? I mean, it's really tailored to individual students. So my colleague, Jane Turkowitz is essentially our partnership lead and helps students build out um, a plan for securing an internship based on their preferences, their goals. Some students come to the program and they really want to explore a particular career path. Other students know exactly what they want to do when they graduate, and so they're working towards it super specific goal. So the program is right for students at either end of that spectrum. This semester off the top of my head, I know that we have a College of Fine Arts major who just organized a gallery show on the Upper West Side and learned a new software in order to be able to do that. We've got students interning in late night TV at financial and technology institutions. We really have students in just about any sector of business and or nonprofits that you can think of. That's super cool. And I think you mentioned earlier that you, you had some folks that were interning at Fallon, like Jimmy Fallon. That's right. The one and only. That is so cool. Yeah. And obviously, like some of our listeners know that Jimmy Fallon had done a show out in, in UT Austin as well. So but that's really cool that there are there are students that are actually interning at that. You can't find like those types of opportunities everywhere, y'all. So um, definitely take advantage of this. This sounds like a really neat thing. And I've, I've never personally been to New York. I've That's always something that's been on my bucket list to kind of like explore that. Now, New York, this program is based. Is it like New York, New York, or is it like in different parts of New York. We are in New York, New York. We have a beautiful UTNY Center. Sam, we got to get you out here. Um, we are on West 44th Street between 5th and 6th Avs. And so we are in the heart of Midtown. We're right around the corner from Bryant Park. Even if you've never been to New York, certainly you've seen TV and movies featuring or panning over the main branch of the New York Public Library with the two big iconic lions out front. We're just right around the corner from the library. Super cool. And yes, please, y- y'all just tell my boss to let me fly out there so I can <laughs> do a show live from over there. Wouldn't that be nice? And so I can go go get myself a New York slice <laughs> from Sbarro. <laughs> All right. Well, I I really appreciate you telling me a little bit more about the program. Was there anything that we may have not covered about the program that you you really want to, you know, kind of emphasize or talk about before we move on? Yeah, I guess I want to add that, you know, our application deadline is typically two semesters ahead of when a student would spend their semester in New York. So, you know, start planning early. Um, For example, our summer 22 deadline is October 1. Um, And if you Google UTexas, UTNY, you can easily find the website. And I would just say, even if UTNY isn't the right fit for you, I would absolutely encourage everyone and anyone to come spend some time here. Come by, see me, see the gorgeous UTNY Center. I really think that living in New York will change you forever. And I think everyone should try it at least once. 
Absolutely, yeah. And then, and since you mentioned the the deadline, does that mean that basically it's it's mostly upperclassmen that are able to get involved with this? We tend to get a majority of juniors, although we have everyone from rising senior. I'm sorry, rising sophomores to recently graduated seniors. And so it really just depends on an individual student's trajectory. I know a lot of our seniors are typically trying to turn their internships into full-time employment. And then some of our rising sophomores are just beginning to explore what is it like to work in social media for a big firm or a small firm. We had students actually intern uh, for psychology podcast. So, you know, it really just depends on when students can fit it in, but to make the most of our coursework for degree plans, I, you know, I would advise students to reach out to their advisors and the financial aid office, and of course, talk with their families early on. Well, y'all heard it here first, folks. UTNY, go check that out. I, it sounds like a really, really great opportunity. Definitely something that I, I think is very unique to UT Austin. Not a whole lot of places will probably have opportunities like this and take advantage of it. And as you heard Laura say, doesn't matter what major you're in, um, you can definitely explore this. I, I think, again, sounds like a fantastic opportunity. Any opportunity to travel is a great opportunity. And as we usually say in our talks with students, if you're going to travel, you may as well do it in college because... <laughs> The time's going to start dwindling for you to be able to do that once you're in adulthood. So <laughs> if you're a current student or if you're a prospective student, really, really start thinking about this early on. Well, we are coming to that point um, where we're just going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast. But as usual, um, I always allow my guests to plug anything that they want to know. You've kind of already started plugging UTNY, but you know, I always give uh, my guests an opportunity to plug whatever is on their heart at the moment. So please, Laura, the, the floor is now yours. What is on your mind? Well, look, Sam, I got to go back to this food theme and I still can't think of any unusual combinations that I love. Um, but I have to tell you where I live in New York is, is really at the intersection of Chinatown and Little Italy. And there is so much good food here. So I would say if nothing else, you got to come here to do some good eating. Absolutely. If, if there's one reason that some people travel, it's just purely to try new food. And you know what? I've always talked about how the U.S. is just so like mixed with different cultures and stuff like that. And so that's why it's almost kind of like traveling to another country, but it's like much easier because it's just domestic. Right. But yes, I'm always a big advocate for folks trying new food. Well, Laura, thank you so, so much for being a guest on our podcast. You've been a real treat and it's been really great to hear a little bit more about the UTNY program. But that brings us to the end of today's Texas 512 episode. This has been your host with the most, Sam Torres. Stay cool, stay hydrated, and hook them horns. <laughs> <laughs>